Hi, and welcome back to Is It Bedtime Yet? with Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene. We are so excited. We've had our first two episodes up. We've gotten really positive feedback from you guys. One question that we've had is how often we'll be releasing episodes. So we're kind of throwing a bunch at you in the beginning. We released two right away. We are going to have this one coming at you this week. But the goal is going to be to have them released every other week on Fridays. So be on the lookout for us every other week, Fridays. Absolutely. And before jumping into our topic today, um, Jen and I did want to acknowledge what's going on in our country. This is not a political podcast, so we will only touch on it briefly. Um, The children being separated from their families and their parents on the borders, on our borders, has been something that has impacted and affected both of us. Mm -hmm. It has, I think it has affected the whole nation. Yeah, it's been all over the news, social media. Right. It's been everywhere. And we, we did want to acknowledge it. And and as podcasters who are right. talking about parents and talking about parenting, we acknowledge that a lot of our listeners probably are really affected by this and have thoughts about it. So we really wanted to make sure we touch on it. And it's heartbreaking. It's right. really sad. But podcasts must go on. So if you have any thoughts about it, please email us, is a bedtime yet podcast at gmail.com. So today's episode is about mom shaming mom shaming at its best yeah or well at its worst yeah so we've all experienced mom shaming we've all been mom shamed. we've all been mom shamed serene what is mom shaming mom shaming yeah is when you see a mom or a dad or a parent it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be necessarily a mom right and you judge them on a decision they've made mm-hmm. about their lifestyle or how yeah. to raise their children and well, usually be- and usually because it's different than what you do and because you don't agree with it it's wrong and that's how it works and what it are- sucks <sighs> it does suck You know, I can't think of any examples off the top of my head, but I'm sure I've been mom-shamed. And I'm sure that unconsciously and without trying to, I've mom-shamed. Of course. What about you? I've probably mom-shamed without knowing. Yeah. Um, And I have been mom-shamed for taking my kid out very soon after he was born. Oh, yeah. But I had to. It was a necessity. You know, sometimes I I feel mom-shamed, even though it's not blatant. Comments made here and there. I don't know how much of it is me taking it on, on myself or how much of it is actually the other person right doing it so well and i'm sure i'm sure that we're gonna get into major topics that people mom shame around okay but i'm even thinking about tiny things like when i'm thinking about things when you ask me have i been mom shamed i'm even thinking about when my daughter was really little and i took her to the pediatrician for one of our first you know well check you know yeah whatever's and i had a headband on her and i put a headband on her every single time we went in just because i always had a headband on her and our pediatrician did you have a headband on her though i had a headband on her okay there was was a headband on her (laughs) but the pediatrician was like why do you have a headband on her do you need to make sure people know she's a girl (gasps) Ooh. and and i he was you know poking fun whatever but i was a new mom with a new baby and i was like how hormonal like, and yeah crying, and sitting in the like, corner crying because somebody said something about your daughter's headband right. it, was, it was a headband right there was a headband <laughs> okay yeah but you know i was like hey i you know whatever headband okay <laughs> all right well so let's start talking about some of <laughs> who would have thought of all the topics to be a mom shamed on headbands you man. find a way to get Ugh. shamed because of a headband brutal okay. let's talk about some of the major topics i mean the like big areas around mom shaming shoot go all right well so the major thing i think about is facebook groups and social media and, oh yeah and and not that that's a major topic but that i think that's a major platform for where it kind of happens and i'm part of you know several mom groups i think a lot of moms are and a lot of them are just rampant with mom shaming there's a lot of keyboard warriors out there yeah lots of them are hiding behind their phone screens or computer screens and mm-hmm. just Typing Go, away. T- typing away. Super angry. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know what they're angry at. Yeah. Their old Life. lives, their what they're see I, I I can't even tell. But 
a lot of people are impacted by it. You're not, you're, you're putting yourself out there on social media, not expecting somebody to come out there and just knock you down. Well, and getting knocked down. Being a parent is the most vulnerable thing you're doing. Right. And as, a, especially as a new parent, and then to have somebody else criticize you or knock you down for a decision that you've made is, it's brutal, man. So what do you think some decisions people make? that are being mom shamed right now. I'd say one of the major ones is around feeding, breastfeeding, bottle Bottles. feeding, all that kind of stuff. I think that's a major topic. Breast is best mm-hmm. or what was the other thing you Fed was? is best. Fed is best. Yeah, cuz you know, breast is best is is the big campaign. But what about for moms that either choose not to or can't mm-hmm. or had a hard time with it or the baby won't latch or whatever the reason is? Right. It's important to just feed your baby. Right. And, you know, for first-time moms who don't really know how to gauge when your baby is full or when they've had enough or when they haven't had enough, yeah, that that could be a problem. You it's know, hard. You, you might want to breastfeed, but you might not be producing. You, mm-hmm. That's a conversation you really need to have with a lactation specialist. Totally. But, like, right away. Don't wait. Right. But even yeah. around breastfeeding, things like feeding in public. Nursing in public is a really hot topic also that's really controversial. People get really up in arms about it. Whether you're covered up, not covered right. up, if you're doing it in front of people, whether you're doing it in a bathroom, totally. you're, you're yes. not going to do anything right. And right. anything you do is going to be There will criticized. always be somebody who will be upset. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I remember um, the hospital I, I had my babies in was a very breast is best kind of mm-hmm. hospital, and they discouraged bottle feeding as yeah, much as they too. could. I think it's the same hospital. Oh, yeah. Was it? Yeah, uh, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I had a giant baby. He, I had a 10-pounder. My, you know, my second one was 10 pounds. Yeah, he's a big kid. Um, I remember the doctor came in and said, that kid needs way more food than what you can give him right now. And she just handed me the bottle and said, if you you want to give a bottle, give the damn bottle because you have a giant baby. Um, and I, and I did, I, I, I did both and it was fine. It worked out for us. And he, I mean, he, he would chug that (laughs) bottle down and want more. Like I was, I wasn't going to keep him full yeah first couple of days that you're not producing enough that whole like idea of breast is best and then the shame that goes around if you can't do it right so at my hospital i took a long time for my milk to come in and so my baby was she was crying she was upset all the time because she wasn't getting enough food and one nurse literally had just like basically smuggle in formula and be like hey you don't tell anybody (laughs) that i'm giving you this but if you choose to you can supplement with this and the amount of guilt that i felt around it when we finally decided to do it because after two days of not sleeping and just having a screaming baby we were like screw it whatever like let's just give her the formula but I felt that the guilt is real and the guilt comes from things like mom shaming and from that like instilling of you're doing something bad right what I would really hope for some moms or moms that are pregnant to know is whatever works for your child and you Another topic that's been, you know, super hot in the mom shaming world is yeah. whether you're choosing to feed your children and family organic food or non-organic food. Definitely. That's been a big one. I feel like organic food is just all over the place. And so mm-hmm. the mom shamers have kind of come out of the woodworks and made this a big, a big topic. Either or, right? Yeah. And it, you can't, you can't dabble in both. You have to fit neatly into one box or the other. Right. And the, the ones who choose to go all organic, mom shame those who don't. Don't, and vice versa. And vice versa. Yeah. So it's a lose-lose. It is a lose-lose. Well, okay, food. And we talked about breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. This makes me think of another thing that is super mom-shamed. Okay. And I was mom-shamed for this. I totally forgot earlier. Um, Schedule feeding or on-demand feeding. Oh, yeah. And on-demand napping, on-demand whatever. Just schedules in general, I think. Schedules versus on-demand lifestyle when you have a new baby or a two-year-old, whatever. 
I did on demand mm-hmm. and that worked for me and for yeah. my kids. But I know people that do the schedule feeding and schedule sleeping. I mean, napping or whatever. It, yeah. It works out amazingly. It didn't work for me. See, and we were more scheduled. Yeah. Um, not like to the T, but we were much more scheduled. And I, I got a lot of slack from people uh, for flack, slack, slack. Well, I don't know. <laughs> a, a, a lot of grief uh, right. from people who didn't like the way that I did that. Um, but it worked for us, and it was fine. And, and you're right, though. It's whatever works for you, but it seems like there's always going to be somebody who doesn't like the way that you're doing it. Oh, no, yeah. I felt like nobody liked my yeah. on-demand style. But what that... that speaks to to me is how in tune with your kids you are. That you you get what their needs are, and you know what what's up, and you know when to give them what they need. Right now, I mean, you know, with your kids, you, for people that do choose to do things on-demand, you know, you do different things every day you don't you personally you don't have the same schedule every day exactly sometimes kids are stimulated they're overly stimulated by what's going on around them because you're obviously dragging them along because you can't leave them home alone so i mean you kind of have to go with what's working with them if if i knew if my child fell asleep in an overly stimulating environment that was not going to be a good sleep right and he was going to be cranky all day so you kind of have to gauge everything and even if you are somebody that follows schedules there might be days right. you, have you to be go flexible. off track. Absolutely. And don't give in to the shamers. <laughs> what do you think is another thing that's been a super hot topic in the shaming world? Oh, you know what's a big one? Is uh, Pinterest life. Like, I'm thinking about people who post their, like, one-year-old's uh, birthday parties that look amazing and perfect. and and They look better than most weddings I've been to. Right? Yeah. Which, <laughs> kudos yeah. to that person. That's right. amazing that you have the time and energy to do that. And props to you. Can you please plan my next party? Can you plan my life? <laughs> right? <laughs> but I think that whole, that idea of a Pinterest life, the Pinterest nursery, having that perfect nursery before your child even comes uh-huh. that has no toys on the floor and is, is looks perfect, that people feel the pressure to have to have their life look like this because that's what's become popular. And if you don't have your life looking like that, then you're a hashtag fail. Right. Cool. Exactly. Well, we're all hashtag fails, like yeah. 90% of us. Well, another thing, uh, helicopter moms mm. versus laissez-faire kind of moms. That just all kind of goes into how you parent your kids. You know, did you see on the, God, was it on the news or something on the radio? The little kid, I think it was a five-year-old kid at a community center. He knocked over this statue thingy. mm -hmm. And in the video, you clearly see the mom is like maybe 10, 15 feet away. Yeah. It's a community center. I mean, it's. It's a center for the community. Right. There's going to be kids running around there. (laughs) And the artist or somebody, I think the artist, sues the mom for, yeah, like, like, an obscene amount. So there's this discussion now of should the mom, you know, the mom has to pay that because she wasn't watching the kid. And she was like, we were at a community center. Right. He was 10 feet away. If I was any closer, I was going to be a helicopter mom. So she, I mean, she's she's lost either way. She's considered... Not a helicopter mom, but if she was, like, you know, circling around him, then that that would have been a helicopter mom and she would have been judged for that. Absolutely. What do you do? To me, the answer to all of these is you do what works best for you and your family. And you have to know that there's always going to be people that are going to be shaming you no matter what decision you make. I, gosh, I mean, talk about being mom shame. That's pretty brutal. Yeah. There's other kinds of parenting, too. Like, there's the, the, for a while, there was the tiger mom craze and all that other kind of stuff. Those are the moms that are very, very, like, cougars? No, not like cougars. (laughs) The tiger mom thing was moms that have their kids on, like, super strict schedules, have them enrolled in, like, every kind of sport, every kind of lesson. They teach teach them all the the different languages. You never heard about that? There was, like, that whole craze for, like, a wild, over-involved mom that 
kind of I mean, there are over-evolved oh, moms. definitely. But I didn't know they were called tigers. Yeah. Do not mix that up with a cougar. Right. Be, <laughs> it's very different. <laughs> it could be. I, I guess they don't have to be mutually exclusive. Yeah. But yeah. you might not want to call a tiger mom a cougar right. unless you, you know she's <laughs> wanting to be called a cougar. Exactly. That, that would just not have great results. Moving on. Well, speaking of the cougar lifestyle, you know, people, moms Mm -hmm. that are often shamed are moms that are posting photos on social media of themselves going out and having fun, like the party moms who, who do their mom duties. And Mm -hmm. if they have a nine to five or not, whatever, they do all that. They tuck their kids in and whatever. After that, they go out Mm -hmm. and they have their girl time. It might look like a 21 year old's birthday party or a bachelorette party (laughs) or whatever. Moms who get shamed for that. And why would you mom shame that? I mean, it really stinks. Do you remember Chrissy Teigen when she got mom shamed? Yes. For going out. Yes, I was thinking about that too. With her husband, I think they went out to dinner a week or so after she had the baby. Mm -hmm. And she was mom shamed. He wasn't dad shamed. Of course not. Well, and I think in a little bit, we'll talk a little bit about some celebrity examples of some of this stuff. Um, But But, it's really important. the double standard. Yeah, it's really important to note that the dads don't really catch as much grief for this stuff as no. as the moms do. And if there's any dads out there, if you did get dad shamed for anything, please email us. We would love to share that. Well, okay, so another one is stay-at-home moms versus working moms. And I think down the road, it'd be really great to do a topic where we talk to stay-at-home moms and we talk to working moms and we talk right. about the struggles of both and the, the things that are awesome about both. Um, cause that's hard. I think they're both ridiculously hard. They are. Because uh, I think a working mom has to juggle a career and Mm -hmm. home life. And a stay-at-home mom, that is her career and her her home life. life. Like, there's no escape. Like, that's it. It's hard. And it's hard. Yeah. So there's no right or wrong answer. More power to both. Both. Absolutely. There you go. I mean, people feel entitled to judge all the time. And I think that's the main issue about mom shaming is that okay. the reason it happens is that people feel entitled to be able to jump in and voice their opinion or jump in and be able to talk about what's right or what's wrong. Okay, so I see this on social media or blog posts or mm-hmm. actually anywhere you can read nowadays. Mm-hmm. People are judging people very blatantly mm-hmm. for pretty much anything you do. But on the flip side, sometimes I feel like people feel like they're being judged even though a blog post or a comment is not isn't targeting in- them. intending to yeah. be judgmental. Um, somebody can talk about how th- their own experiences of, you know, let's go back to breastfeeding, for example, since mm-hmm. we started with that. You know, somebody could go and write a blog post or a comment about or a Facebook post or whatever yeah. about how amazing their experience of breastfeeding was and how happy they are that their child got that nourishment or whatever without saying that all those who didn't breastfeed stick. Right. But as somebody that didn't breastfeed, if you read that, mm. you might feel like you're being judged. You might feel like that person's tone is aimed at, you know, that person's tone is such that it's aimed at offending you or like judging you or jumping down your throat. So I think there is a very thin line between that. And I think right now being judged is so common that our guards are up. No matter what we read, whether the intention is to judge or not, the the guards are going higher and higher. That, That comes from a place of feeling vulnerable, that you feel vulnerable. So it's really easy to feel unsure about the decisions you're making and so that's why it's easy to interpret that stuff that way so what can a person that is feeling judged do to combat the effects of 
what's going the on. The whole mom shaming. Yeah. I mean, because you, can, you, can't, you can't constantly engage with right. every single mom shamer, whether their intention is to shame or not. Right. I mean, you, you'd literally be in battles all day. Definitely. So what do you, what are some things you can do when you feel like you're being mom shamed or you are blatantly being mom shamed? Well, you spoke to it. You can't engage in it all the time. So I think the best way to deal with it is to disengage. Mm-hmm. Whatever decision you make, you need to know that you're making that decision for you and your family. Right. And the other people who are shaming you have no input in that and they shouldn't get the right to say anything about what decisions you're making they shouldn't have the power to make you feel like you're doing something wrong so don't give them that power and if it's worked for this long then clearly it's working yes there'll always be bumps in the road so if you're judging if you're personally judging your own success and failures based on that bump in the road then you need to rethink that a little bit as well. And just don't give other people that weight. Don't allow them to be the barometer for what kind of parent you are. They don't get to decide whether or not you're a good parent. And what about those people? What would you tell the people that are throwing out their advice, whether well or ill-intentioned? I I would say just move on. Yeah. Just you have the ability to... Look forward and keep walking. And, and you have your own battles to right. deal with. And you have your own things that you have to manage. Don't invest your energy in other people's stuff. Right. And sometimes it feel like they're coming from a good place. Of they're course. trying to be helpful. And I think just gauging what you're saying. Engaging be- your time. Being mindful. Right. My hope is that through this podcast, if we just bring awareness to the idea of mom shaming and the fact that it happens and it happens so prevalently, if we bring that awareness to people and they're aware that it's happening, they're aware that they're doing it, that that's enough for me. Because then you can, you can't make a change unless you know it's happening. Right. And you know, we all make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. Right. No parent is perfect. Right. And we're all in this together. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think recognizing that, hey, I'm going to make some mistakes. I'm going to fuck up. You're going to fuck up. Everybody's going to fuck up at some point or another. Absolutely. Nobody's going to raise the perfect child in a perfect way in a perfect environment. So, you know, let's move on. Yeah. I mean, we're all in this together. Even celebrities aren't immune to this stuff. Have you have you right. been on Instagram recently? Like any celebrity who has a kid is just constantly being mom shamed. Absolutely. I mean, I mentioned earlier Chrissy Teigen for mm-hmm. going out on a date with her husband a week after he didn't get shamed. Well, and speaking of husbands not getting shamed, I think it was Blake Lively who had a picture on her Instagram of her husband Ryan Reynolds wearing their baby. And, you know, the straps weren't in the right place and the baby wasn't located in the right height or whatever. Uh-huh. But people were shaming her instead of him. And he was the one wearing her, but she was the one that everybody was attacking. Well, it's always the mom's fault. Always the mom's always. Um, you know, one thing that, one celebrity that pops up, because I feel like she's been mom shamed a lot, is Kelly Clark. Poor Kelly. She had a hard time losing yeah. baby weight, and people were just calling her all kinds of names for they holding on to the weight a couple of years so after the baby was born. Yeah. Well, and then I recently saw something, too, about that she posted a picture of letting her two-year-old try Nutella for the first time, and people were calling it child abuse for letting her child eat Nutella. Why? Because, because it's unhealthy and has all these chemicals in it and yeah people are mean yeah oh okay on the flip side of that alicia silverstone who's Um, the opposite of nutella she's you know super healthy organic kind of mom Mm -hmm. she was bird feeding i guess yeah yeah, i saw something about that where she was chewing up the food and putting it in the baby's mouth from her mouth like right. I, I don't even know how to describe it. You'd have to find the video, but people well, get so upset about people that were stuff. upset with that. Video. Yeah, we, they were so upset. Yeah. I, I mean, you would think she's like putting the food in their mouth. I don't know. You know, another one that comes to mind for me anytime I think about celebrities, Kim Kardashian. Of course, she's all over the news. She's everywhere. 
But she posts all these pictures of herself. Naked photos. She, I think she just right. straight up had a naked picture posted. And people just unleash their anger on her because of it. Because she's a mom. Because she's a mom. And she's not allowed she to be naked, naked. naked. in a mom. I'm... I don't know. I mean, it's it's a lose-lose situation. It is. For example, Charlize Theron. Her kid was having a tantrum, Mm -hmm. and she was trying to get her kid, and I think it was a public place, and she was trying to get her kid out of the, out of the sight of the photographers. Right, right. Because he's, there was a meltdown happening, and sure enough, that ends up on the tabloids as she's dragging her kid. Right. And there's all these negative comments about her, but, like, she was doing the opposite of what Kim Kardashian was doing. She was trying to get out of the public eye, and she right. was trying to make this moment more private, and I mean, she is generally a more private person, but Kim failed, and she failed. Like, right. they're, they both failed for doing opposite things. What's, who wins? Nobody. Yeah. And see, and this all just illustrates the point that mom shaming is everywhere. You can't avoid it. No matter what decisions you're making, there's going to be somebody who disagrees with you and feels the need to very loudly vo- vocalize that. Right? Yeah. And just let it go. Well, so what What would be your takeaway message to people about this? What I'd like the mom being shamed to know is that the person shaming them, the shaming is serving a purpose for that person and not the one being shamed, if that makes sense at all. Oh, totally. It's the same idea as bullying. Right. It, they ta- like, it, it has nothing yeah. to do with the victim and everything to do with the bully or the yeah. shamer. I think once you recognize that, and, and if it's something you do feel uncomfortable about and you do question, I mean, research it. You're smart enough. You are you can, you know, you can Or have conversations with people that you trust to talk, talk about Talk to your doctors, yeah. talk to your therapist, talk to your you know, mom or your friends yeah. or stepmom or whoever, your yeah. neighbor, whoever you're close to and whoever you feel like has the information. If it gets to that point, if you're really curious whether or not what the shamer is saying is correct or not. Agreed. But also recognize that the shamer's actions only fill a need that they have. Okay. And if you are the person shaming, why are you shaming? I mean, <laughs> what is the purpose? What is the purpose? I mean, there is zero purpose. Yeah. Just walk away. If you see somebody doing something you don't like, walk away. And well, and that's what I was going to say, too, is you have control over what you do with it. So my takeaway message is just we're all in this together. Be kind to one another. Absolutely. Because some people, I mean, they're so naturally programmed to yeah. make a comment or to just give you that dig that it's hard for those people to be kind and or even not even be kind or mean just to walk away. Yeah. Walk away or be kind. <laughs> that's what we're telling you. Amen. Okay. All right. And on that note. Thanks for tuning in. If you have any questions, comments, ideas for future topics, you can email us at isitbedtimeyetpodcast at gmail.com. And check us out on Instagram. We're at isitbedtimeyetpodcast with underscores between each of the words. You can also look us up on Facebook, isitbedtimeyetpodcast with Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene. And until next time, this is Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene asking, is it bedtime yet? <laughs>